Did you study for the test, usually stated panicky, sleep-deprived, a tad depraved, and stressed out, because one didn't study for said test and likely wants to peek over your shoulder, glance at your work, jot down your answers, or straight cheat off of you. No worries, this story isn't graded, but as always, participation equals an easy A. Oh, and reading all your required materials definitely helps, otherwise, we're left with cliffhangers. Just be glad we're not hanging by a thread. Fear is just an illusion. The more you try to understand and confront it, the more it fears you. If something is hanging by a thread, it usually indicates that it is ready to fall apart or that the situation can change in an instant. The phrase can be applied to physical things, situations, and ideas. The term hanging by a thread derives from the banquet that King Dionysius held for Damocles, a courtier of ancient Syracuse. King Dionysius was beginning to become annoyed with Damocles' constant flattery of his king. He invited him to a banquet, where Damocles was seated under a sword suspended by a single hair. New situations almost invariably invoked fear in human beings, and the only remedy to fear was communication. Without language, without communication, all the numbers in the world would be useless. Without language, fear became deadly. Thanks S.G. Redling. It was said to symbolize his tenuous position in the court. I'll say, it was not only the sword that was hanging by a thread but also Damocles' life. This also gave rise to the idea that someone can have the sword of Damocles hanging over them, meaning they are in a very precarious situation. Source, GrammarMonster.com, History, Mythology, My Brother's Reenactment, Declined Invites, or Sarcastic Me, Exploring the Entire State of Texas and Meeting My Dad's Family for the First Time. I was a lucky, wearing goody two-shoes, aged 13. Every man, woman and child live under a nuclear sword of Damocles, hanging by the slenderest of threads, capable of being cut at any moment by accident, or miscalculation, or by madness. Hold on to your cowboy hat, we're in for a bumpy ride, but this story's origin begins with a cliff, Uncle Cliff that it is and it's a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. A simple, howdy, partner, will do. A cliffhanger or cliffhanger ending is a plot device in fiction which features a main character in a precarious or difficult dilemma or confronted with a shocking revelation at the end of an episode or a film of serialized fiction. A cliffhanger is hoped to incentivize the audience to return to see how the characters resolve the dilemma. Always drink upstream from the herd. Cliffhangers were used as literary devices in several works of the Middle Ages with 1,001 nights ending on a cliffhanger each night. Cliffhangers appeared as an element of the Victorian-era serial novel that emerged in the 1840s, with many associating the form with Charles Dickens, a pioneer of the serial publication of narrative fiction. Following the enormous success of Dickens, by the 1860s cliffhanger endings had become a staple part of the sensation serials. There is a new reality show where flat earthers try to travel to the edge of the world. Unfortunately, the finale is not a cliffhanger. Badum chsh. However, the term cliffhanger is considered to have originated with the serialized version of Thomas Hardy's A Pair of Blue Eyes, which was published in Tinsley's magazine between September 1872 and July 1873, in which Henry Knight, one of the protagonists, is left hanging off a cliff. Don't you hate when that happens? According to the Random House Historical Dictionary of American Slang, the term's first use in print was in 1937. And don't say ain't, your mother will fall in a bucket of paint and so on. What did Kenny Rogers do after his favorite cowboy boots snapped into two pieces? In tribute to his cowboy boots, 
He wrote the song you picked to find time to leave me, Loose Heel. Just be warned, Uncle Cliff forbids swearing, ruckus, and unruly speech, even though he, himself can slip. Children are to be seen, and not heard approach makes life on the ranch real quiet when those size 14 boots go walking through. Deathly quiet. You may have heard of South Fork, but this is Pitchfork Ranch, and we must mind our manners, oh and watch the ground. It moves with the rattlesnakes. How does a cowboy usually greet an equestrian? He simply takes off his hat and says, Howdy neighbor. The nine rattlesnakes that can be found in Texas are the western diamondback rattlesnake, timber rattlesnake, banded rock rattlesnake, mottled rock rattlesnake, blacktail rattlesnake, mojave rattlesnake, prairie rattlesnake, western massasauga, and the desert massasauga. Source reptiljam.com and my righteous fear of snakes and stepping on them. They blend like camouflage with the ground. Peekaboo. Area-wise, Texas is the second largest state in the United States, behind Alaska. In Texas, rattlesnakes have 268,596.5 square miles, three different climate zones, and many different ecosystems to live in. Therefore, there's no surprise that nine, or more, different types of rattlesnakes can be found throughout the state. Arizona has 14 species, but that's another day of writing about sweet raspberry iced tea, college sunsets, Hopi Indians, balloon rides, underground advanced reptilians, godly created air conditioning, cramming final exams, and ghostly lost highways. What do you say when you see a cowboy who has placed his foot across the border of Canada? You say his leg is in Canada, just a boot. Most rattlesnakes all have many things in common such as the infamous rattles and their venom. However, each species of rattlesnakes may prefer a slightly different diet or habitat, likewise. Some may even behave completely different from other rattlesnakes in Texas. Didn't stick around long enough to find out. This dropout dropped it like it's hot and booked it, hum. Someone's gotta live to tell the tale. Shake, rattle, and let's roll. The first and most important thing to do is get away from the snake, as they can strike again if they feel threatened. Don't waste time trying to catch the snake but try to remember its size and color. This may help your medical team, stranded out in no man's land, a good couple of hours till the nearest gas station, emergency medical hospital, clinic, doctor, or human contact, felt and looked like Mars, identify which species it was that bit you and locate the correct antivenin. A race against the clock. There are too many misconceptions, folklore, and devilish chants for me to charmingly stick around this topic. Once bitten, twice not shy, the venom takes only seconds to travel from the rattlesnake's retractable fangs, through your skin, and into your bloodstream. You'll begin to see symptoms immediately but will worsen over time. Ideally, you'll reach medical help within 30 minutes of being bitten. If the bite is left untreated, your bodily functions will break down over a period of two or three days and the bite may result in severe organ damage, kidney failure, or death. Expert advice and medical wisdom provided from Healthline.com, and father time is ticking, let's rattle on back to the story and far away from venomous critters. Some even believe, snakes, make great pets out yonder or in a ginormous terrarium. Either or, better behind glass. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. 
I've almost been bitten a few times and gone over a few cliffs, sheer and jagged as they come. Been left hanging from a few, and a time or two rescued in the nick of time by my Uncle Cliff's wisdom and unique perspective, luckily, not all in the same day. Let's keep a good grip or spur on this story with track shoes or a sturdy pair of cowboy boots and avoid scaling those rocks, slippery and spiked, most assuredly deadly and terrifying for this small-minded or small-town, not-so-city girl. One of those terms aptly apply into my defense, I was much younger then. No, my name's not Pollyanna, but close enough and I most assuredly am wearing my rose-colored glasses. Rose-colored glasses are never made in bifocals. Nobody wants to read the small print in dreams, and I'm nearsighted too, Anne. Looking for extra credit, then Cliff's Notes are your go-to. Cliff's Notes study guides are written by real teachers and professors, so no matter what you're studying, Cliff's Notes can ease your homework headaches and help you score high on exams. Pertaining to this story in My Uncle Cliff means we're headed to Texas for one Texas-sized cowboy's tale you wouldn't want to miss or test. Why was one backpack cooler than the other backpack? because it was Mochilla. We'll fly this story's friendly skies and airline of imagination by way of jetting through the ether and traveling by awesome, gloriously, blue and pink, fire, clouds of wonderment and inspiration. The total flight duration from California to Texas is 3 hours, 8 minutes. This assumes an average flight speed for a commercial airliner of 500 miles per hour, which is equivalent to 805 kilometers per hour or 434 knots. It also adds an extra 30 minutes for takeoff and landing. Your exact time may vary depending on wind speeds, turbulence, and hours of checking in, or sitting on the tarmac reflecting upon one's life thus far. SourceTravelMuth.com and many a flight to and fro back and forth, and on the 4th of July, that's another story about more uncles, more wars, other snakes, UFOs, parades, psalms, and fireworks all month long until early dawn. What is a perfect way to describe a very happy cowboy? You call him a jolly rancher. Nobody does the fourth like Texas or barbecues. Still won't eat meat, but ever tried barbecue corn, the right way will melt your face, so yum. Delectable and heavenly fruit salads and scrumptious pies that will have you on your knees, blessing the good Lord to keep. Oh, and no littering. Don't mess with Texas is a slogan for a campaign aimed at reducing littering on Texas roadways by the Texas Department of Transportation. The phrase don't mess with Texas is prominently shown on road signs on major highways, television, radio and in print advertisements, and you thought it meant something else. Shh, so did I. I'm super respectful, especially when chainsaws are in my presence. There's a yellow rose in Texas. Texas is the top crude oil and natural gas producing state in the nation. In 2021, Texas accounted for 43% of the nation's crude oil production and 25% of its marketed natural gas production. Texas has the most crude oil refineries and the most refining capacity of any state. The 31 petroleum refineries in Texas can process a combined total of almost 5.9 million barrels of crude oil per calendar day. 32% of the nation's refining capacity is of January 2021. The official state motto of Texas is simply friendship. The name Texas itself originates from a Native American, Caddo, word, Tishas, which means friends. In 2021, Texas produced about 26% of all U.S. wind-powered electricity generation, leading the nation for the 16th year in a row. Wind power surpassed the state's nuclear generation for the first time in 2014 and exceeded coal-fired generation for the first time in 2019. 
Texas produces more electricity than any other state, generating nearly twice as much as second-place Florida. In 2021, Texas accounted for about 12% of the nation's total electricity net generation. Burdens are for shoulders strong enough to carry them. Gone with the wind. Texas leads the nation in energy consumption across all sectors, and is the largest energy-consuming state in the nation. The industrial sector, including the state's refineries and petrochemical plants, accounts for more than half of the state's energy consumption and for 23% of the nation's total industrial sector energy use. Sourcea.gov Perhaps, I want the old days back again and they'll never come back, and I am haunted by the memory of them. Now this teacher looks more like Patrick Ewing or Duffy from Dallas and with less a pencil-pushing approach, but, more hands-on, Holden, horse-riding, bronco-buffaloing, ranching preacher. In regard to the term pencil-pushing, I am referring to, routine office work, paperwork, not the slang. Slang will not be tolerated or permitted in this classroom, nor gossip, cursing, or using the Lord's name in vain. In fact, don't even think about it. You don't want the horns of this bull. An old cowboy went riding out one dark and windy day. Upon a ridge he rested as he went along his way. When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw. Plowing through the cloudy skies and up a cloudy draw. The Ewing family is the fictional family of the American primetime soap opera Dallas, and its 2012 revival, as well as the foundation of the spin-off series Knott's Landing. In the original series of Dallas, the Ewings own and run South Fork Ranch and the oil giant Ewing Oil. If necessity is the mother of invention, then surely greed must be the father. J.R. Ewing, a Texas oil baron, uses manipulation and blackmail to achieve his ambitions, both business and personal. He often comes into conflict with his brother Bobby, his archenemy Cliff Barnes and his long-suffering wife Sue Ellen. Honestly, I believe the show might have been based on my southern sometimes not as gentlemanly as should have been family. I blame the heat. Nothing and nobody can concentrate, think, or get their wits about them in hot as Hades temperatures, sweltering degrees, and suffocating humidity. I was missing California, like never before, and there's no place like home, especially far, far from it. Courage is being scared to death but saddling up anyway. Here and here, Southern drawls, with expressive philosophical sayings that are either profoundly poetic and prophetic, or blatantly and boldly rude, but always made me guffaw out loud. Mostly one-liners, not the talkative chap you'd think. Who's gonna cross him boo, surely not you or me. Some boast in chariots and some in horses, but we will boast in the name of the Lord, our God. Now, there are definitely some similarities amongst the epic soap opera, which was Dallas, and the drama of and in my family. Uncle Cliff was a rancher and owned miles upon miles of land used for drilling black gold along with other family members. I meet cousins with black chows, see blog post choo-choo on this regarding my chow and cousins with thrones, who sat kingly upon them. Very creepy and alternate universe feeling, but back in time, and on another planet. Nicknamed JC and lost his mother while in her arms struck by lightning. What is the secret to cowboys being extremely rich? I think the only reason is that their horse often gives them a few bucks every day. Uncle Cliff stepping out, giant esquire at six apostrophe five, bow-legged, blue jeans, perfect white Stetson cowboy hat, and his beautiful bride, June by his side. This is when I realized, giants do exist and I'm related, just not as tall, married a couple, few times, three older than me grown children, two girls one boy, and some uncanny, 
freakishly close genetics. Just to put things in perspective, my father didn't find his siblings till he was almost 50 years old on father's father's side. If I have seen further, it is by standing on the shoulders of giants. So, imagine our surprise that his daughters have the exact same names as my father's. And my grandmother on me dear mum's side's name is also June. Maybe the reason behind this June's post or any old reason to talk and sip about strawberry moons and wine. Summer is otherworldly in Texas and swinging on the porch, star and sky gazing the same view as the past, the present, and the future is existential and transcendental. Always a good time to talk to God. Yeah, I was caught somewhere. Between a woman and a child. One restless summer. We found love growing wild. On the banks of the river. On a well-beaten path. It's funny how those memories they last. It reached its full stage on Tuesday during a phenomenon known as a supermoon because of its proximity to Earth. It's also referred to as the strawberry moon because it's the full moon at strawberry harvest time, and strawberry wine makes you see everything. Just be sure not to imbibe too much, the taste becomes apparently bittersweet, or you're drunk as a skunk. Source Meteorology, and Deanna Carter's number one song in 1997, more to explore, shortcake, we're in the home stretch. Ah, ma chérie. You are very shy, n'est-ce pas? But it is love at first sight, no. But we believe that drunk as a skunk, an American expression that originated in the 1920s, is merely rhyming slang and has no real connection with skunkdom. We say this because for more than 600 years, the inebriated have been described as drunk as a something or other, animate or inanimate. Sourcegrammarphobia.com and Wikipedia Most Texans agree that one of the top drinks to beat a hot summer day is ranch water. Extremely intoxicated. The first expression, known since the 17th century and considered a proverb by 1651, the proverb goes as drunk as a lord, John Evelyn, a character of England, is based on the idea that the aristocracy could and did indulge in drunkenness more than commoners did, presumably because they could afford to. The more recent drunk as a skunk, American in origin, undoubtedly became popular on account of its rhyme. It dates from the early 1900s. The armadillo combines fruity with spicy and complements a night on the town. To make it, you need 1.75 ounces tequila. That 5 ounces roasted yellow pepper shrub. 3 drops of chipotle bitters. That 25 ounces grapefruit juice. 2 drops of coriander bitters. Both cliches have survived the demise of numerous other similes, among them drunk as an ape, from Chaucer's time, tinker, fish, goat, owl, emperor, piper, fiddler, because he was plied with alcohol at wakes, fairs, and similar feasts, swine or pig, devil, beggar, blazes, David so, based on an ancient anecdote explained in Francis Gross's classical dictionary, and current from the 17th century and others. SourceTheFreeDictionary.com Waltz Across Texas Although Uncle Cliff doesn't partake in the drink or devil spirits, he's a man of God and the godly believe alcohol lowers the soul's inhibitions and allows unsavory spirits within and out. A Bible on the nightstand for protection at all times. He wasn't like his granddads of old or cousins with out-of-control rage issues, wielding shotguns their communication devices and decor, along with death-chic adornments of animal heads on the walls. Hella spooky. You may all go to hell, and I will go to Texas, Davy Crockett. I asked Uncle Cliff, since being so many years in actual hell, if he'd ever seen a ghost. Not those actual words, 
Left out that I thought his home dwelled in the underworld and thought to myself and my brother, why on earth would anybody in their right mind choose this place to live, work, worship, and create generations more? He responded in a deep, serious but softer voice, yes, I believe so. He looked off to the left, like something was about to creep up. As the writers loped on by him he heard one call his name. If you want to save your soul from hell a ride in on our range. Then cowboy change your ways today or with us you will ride. Trying to catch the devil's herd across these endless skies. Uncle Cliff continued, it was a rainy dark night and it came to my attention, one of the cows were left out and likely lost, got to round them up, can't be left out, won't survive the night or storm. Took off with Shadow, loyal steed and a horse of course, my dad named his beloved dog Shadow, again spooky, and the rain was coming down hard. Couldn't see any longer and couldn't hear for the cow's cries, so I snuck into a chapel for shelter. Lightning was scaring Shadow, so knew I had to stop, but never realized that I was as far out as the chapel. Quietly, entered this humble home of worship and sat in the very last pew, by the door and Shadow, would have brought her in, if she could have fit through the door. Football is to Texas what religion is to a priest. Tom Landry Wondered how long this storm was going to last, and if I would find my lost calf, when lightning bolted across the earth and lit the chapel almost as bright as day, but only fractions of seconds. Thought I saw someone in the first pew sitting and faced away from me. Am I, alone? Texas is a state of mind. Texas is an obsession. Above all, Texas is a nation in every sense of the word, author John Steinbeck. Real cowboys don't get scared apparently and I noticed my uncle trying to sound brave. He immersed us in the story with each reminiscence or moment remembered. By this time, he continued, I was getting nervous and the louder the crackling of the lightning, the higher I jumped. Many thoughts entered my mind, yet no words were spoken, and the lightning once again boomed, lighting up the church once more. What would you call a cowboy who has just retired? You say that he has been deranged. Now, I definitely— saw someone, but this time, they appeared closer, not in the front, like before. Shadow kicked the wooden wall between us, letting me know, she'd rather go. I reckoned, she might be right, and the lightning crashed again, lighting up the pews and when it did, an older woman in a black scarf was now right in my exact pew and reaching out, her hand extended almost to my shoulder. A bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the sky. Bolted from the pew and ran out of the chapel, jumped Shadow who already had a running start, and blindly galloped away. Wouldn't, couldn't stop till we got to the creek, that was now a raging river and lo and behold it was my calf stuck on the wrong side, crying in the rain. Shadow and I, immediately jumped into action and rescued the lost calf, and the three of us were drenched, sogged, scared, and ready to head home. Shelter in your shadow. The storm started to subside, and the lightning bolts were fewer and farther in between, so we moseyed, catching our breaths, back in the direction we had come from, when Shadow reared up. I saw a hazy, whitish figure come from the tall grass and just knew it was a ghost. We all raced home, like hell was on our heels, and when I got back to the ranch, I was bursting to tell June. News events are like Texas weather. If you don't like it, wait a minute. Told her the entire ordeal, the search and rescue, the chapel, the ghost, Shadow, and before I could finish, June said, I don't know about any ghost, but you got skunked. And what is so rare as a day in June? Then, if ever, come perfect days. The End Happy Father's Day Dads, Uncles, Papas, and Papas